Hi friends, this is Jillian and Kaylin, and you're listening to In Case You Missed It on Teach Me How to Adult, a podcast on navigating the ups and downs of adulthood, from managing stress and finances to crushing your career and love life. Tune in every Monday as we share game-changing tips from our guests that you might have missed. Adulting isn't easy, but we got you. Things that you learned when you were young or the things you didn't learn when you were young, it it helps to empower you or not empower you. So especially with money, uh, it's not just about dollars and cents, right? It's about it's tied to vanity, it's tied to pride, your values, your worth. And so when we talk about money, uh, I can't just hand somebody a budget and say, go, you're going to be great. It's going to be fabulous without having a conversation with them first about, okay, let's first of all talk about how you use money because money is just a tool. It actually has no meaning. You give it meaning and what meaning are you giving money? I've learned that you can make money work for you, um, that you have to take risks, and that you have to invest in the things that you care about, like your business, for example, or just some things that you value. As long as you identify what you value, it's okay to spend money. I say hustle for the things that you care about. Have tangible goals with timestamps on them, but do not make happiness your goal for anything because happiness is actually a journey. It's not something that you just achieve. It's just, we're all just trying. (laughs) We're all just trying to be happy. There are many things according to science that will make you happier in your day-to-day life. Very few of them are things that you can actually uh, physically acquire, I suppose. There are lots of things that make people happy, but if you think like what you spend your money on, often what people spend their money on is to, um, alleviate some sort of pain. So if you think about it and you think that you have a negative uh, relationship with money, it's probably because, okay, think of the last three unplanned purchases you made. Why did you make those? How did you feel before? How did you feel after? Were you feeling stressed and you wanted retail therapy? Because that's a thing because you get this burst of a dopamine when you buy something, it feels great and then dissipates and then you need more of it. Or were you feeling like, oh, I just feel you know crappy and my boyfriend broke up with me. I need to buy this thing so I can feel better about myself so he'll see me and he'll see like that he made a huge mistake. Or are you buying it because you need confidence? You need a self-worth. You think if I, if I have this, if I make this, people will think I'm successful. You know, these are the things that we often tell ourselves and that is not actually what will make you feel more worthwhile. It's not what will alleviate your stress. We're buying as a symptom of something. You need to fill your void before you think, oh, I'm going to use a budget. <laughs> you know, I'm going to fix my spending habit. Okay, well, maybe we should work on if you spend because you're stressed, let's work on the stress, right? Then spend your money on some meditation classes. Let's um, spend your money on um, spending more time with your loved ones or on experiences. Because if you feel crappy when you buy a certain thing, then spend it on something that bonds you to people. Like experiences are more, um, they give you greater bang for your buck than say buying a, a thing that is usually enjoyed alone. So I'm going to tell you the magic number, the so-called magic number that researchers have trotted out over the years. I mean, many, many studies have been done to try to find this number. And then I'm going to tell you the reality of what what this means. So the number that they've given is about when it comes to happiness, we're talking about two things. We're talking about the way that you feel day to day. So your satisfaction, I'm sorry, your, your, just your happiness on a day to day basis. And then your life satisfaction. That's like a judgment of your life. So when it comes to day to day happiness, how you feel right now listening to this podcast, that threshold is about 60 to $75,000 US per single family or so, so per household. That's pre-tax. 
when it comes to life satisfaction, the number is closer to $90,000 US. Okay, so these are these numbers. It doesn't mean that you need to make exactly this amount. You're going to be optimally happy. What this really is showing is that you need to cover your basics. You need to have roof over your head. You need to be able to not worry that the collections and collection agencies are calling you. You need to have a base to survive. However, any more money above these thresholds is interestingly associated with a decline in happiness because like you said, you may be working more, so it's more stressful. You're also probably focusing on other things that are maybe not as affirming, like comparing yourself to others, more material goods. And at the end of the day, because we are humans, we have this wonderful thing called hedonic adaptation. It just means that whatever it is that you get, you often just get used to it and that you return to a baseline of happiness. You win the lottery, yay! Oh, you go back to your baseline of happiness. You fall down the stairs and you break your leg, that sucks, but you eventually go back to your baseline of happiness even if you're even as you're recovering. So, when people ask, what is this magic number? No matter what number you think in your head right now, if I said, what number do you need to have on your paycheck to be a perfect 10 on the happiness scale? Studies show that no matter what number you have, no matter what you make, you'll want double. But then when you get to double, you'll oh, want yeah. double. It's, a moving target. <laughs> so it's this never-ending quest for happiness. So the question of how much do I need or the, the phrase – if I only did this, if I had a raise, if I just had my dream house, if I make this amount of money, I will be happy, is actually a fallacy. If you want to use that kind of language and for it to be more effective, then you should say, well, if I make this amount, then I will achieve this specific goal. So that makes it about not about happiness because that's a futile quest. It makes it about doing something tangible and helpful to your life. So if I make this amount, hey, look, I can allocate this amount more money to my debt repayment a month, or I could pay off my mortgage a lot faster, or I could get to the retirement that I want. Those are very specific things. It's not about joy. <laughs> True. Thanks for starting your week with us. If you enjoyed today's In Case You Missed It, check out our show notes for the full episode. We would love it if you subscribed, left us a comment or a rating, and followed us on Instagram. See you next time.